You know, listening to this blues music reminds me of my own troubles and tribulations as a young guy. And, uh, you know, my folks, they really, really dump on me. They really do. I see you guys get along with your parents. I guess you guys moved out by now, though, huh? Uh, what's this, sir? Drink it. <clears throat> um, well, that's a very sweet thought of both of you gentlemen, but I really don't need it. Until now. <laughs> See you guys in the emergency room, huh? <laughs> Hello, pretty lady. Tell me something. What's a beautiful bride like you doing with a malacca like this, huh? It's purely sexual. No shit. She's into malacas, Dino. <laughs> <laughs> She's into malacas. Do you believe that? <laughs> you can say that again. And here he is, king of the malacas, Nick the Rat. Episode 294, coming to you live from a sewer in Brooklyn, New York. I'm going to crack open a beer now. I don't know how this is going to go. I have a a lot to say. I'm drinking Guinness again tonight. I love Guinness. The drought, the drought. Not the stout, you know, whatever, but uh, here, here we go. Let's see if this doesn't explode and ruin my microphone. Jesus Christ, please, please, Lord and Savior, Jesus, don't let the mic, ah, oh, it's, I haven't had a beer in in a couple days, I haven't been feeling well, I actually, last night, if I felt like I did last night, tonight, wouldn't be, wouldn't be a show. So, Nick the Rat was uh, suffering some stomach issues, he's passed out. You know, it's weird whenever you're sick, uh, at least for me, I don't know if it's for other people out there, but when, when you get sick, you have a, like fever dreams. I guess that's, there's a, there's a saying for it. It's a fever dream. Actually, is there a real definition behind a fever dream? Let me, let me, let me do a quick little Wikipedia here. Fever dream. What's the, what's the actual definition of a fever dream? If there even is one fever dreams, causes and meaning. Yeah, there you go. Often bizarre, unpleasant dreams you could experience when having a fever. I had that. I uh, I suffered a fever dream. The other fucking sucks. There we go. That's weird. Uh, beaver dreams. Ooh. Fuck that. Who cares? Okay. Um. I do I do suffer fever dreams. Um and last night my fever dream was um it's a soy beer. Thanks, Blitz. Uh it's sort of it is. I won't even it's very it's like four point five percent, five percent. I don't know. It's um I had a dream I was doing the show. And the shit was just falling apart. The sh- it was it was a hot I was actually in the old studio, right now I'm in studio uh two. In studio, I had a dream. 
I was in Studio One. I was doing the show. Shit wasn't working. Um, and I kept trying to do this. I was, I was like, you know, I can work through this. I can work through this. Then I was like, it's not even streaming. And then I was like, does the chat know anything? And then I was like looking at the chat and chat wasn't moving. It was like I was just talking to myself in the studio. Um, nothing was work. I, it was, it was a horrible, horrible feeling. And, and th- th- it's it kind of gets you thinking about like existence. Like if, what, what, what is, why, why are we all here? Like, uh, if, if, if I, if I was all alone, would that be different than if I was with people? Other than the fact that they could, you know, some people cook and some people drive cars and you can't do everything and some services are brought to you. Like if, if I was truly all alone on earth, there would be, I have no computer or electricity, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, the more people there are, the more it builds up, but then. It was just a really disturbing. It just it was a very disturbing feeling. And then I, then I started to try to type. I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta I gotta uh, restart. So I was like, yes, start menu, CMD, restart. And while I was typing, I was noticing that weird characters were coming up. They're like hashtags and percentage. I'm like, I'm not typing that. And then I was like looking at the keyboard and the screen. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this perfectly. And as I was doing, it was just fucking up. And I was like, oh no. China is in my computer right now. And then and then I woke up. I woke up. And um uh and luckily I woke up when I did. I'll just say that. If if I at any point during the show I disappear at a random time for like five, ten minutes, it's because um the 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 stomach is uh revolting against me once again. But today I was pretty good. Um, so I think it's all over. It was like a 24-hour little thing. Don't recommend it to anybody. I wouldn't say go out there and have yourself a stomach bug. Just have some weird fever dreams. But anyway, the show is continuing. Um, also, before we start the show, I, I saw this clip. I'm a huge fan of, um, I was about to say Joan of Arc, Joan Rivers. And I came across this tweet, and I didn't get to, to listen to it yet. It's uh, J- Joan Rivers and Vincent Price. Uh, so, so I think we should listen to this together. Let's just see what this is. I don't know what it is. Let's let's see. Michael Jackson. It's oh, Friday wait, the 13th. Friday the 13th. Okay. Michael Jackson. It's Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And it's, it's full moon. Yeah. And to have you sitting here and not do your part on Thriller would be a sin, which you've never done on television. I've never done it. No, I know, I know, I know. I beg you. Well, all right, I will. All right. right. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. Whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down, must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grizzled ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Ah! 
Oh, that's great. <laughs> Two people I love. At least uh, what I know about them. I never met them in person, but... Also, I heard that the Thriller, the Thriller song wasn't even called Thriller. It, it was like, there was a whole other song by Michael Jackson. It was called like Silverlight or some shit. And there was like words for it. And then they changed it. Don't eat me, Vincent Price. Um, well, I'm way off topic and the show is, it's already started. Okay. Uh, tonight, via satellite from Berkeley, California, I'm going to be talking to a guy that wrote a book about alien implants. I'm going to get in touch with him a little later. We have to use satellite because he's in California. It's a, I don't know, there's something weird, staticky thing between us and them. I think they built a dome around California. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be coming up in a little bit. But until then, uh, we're going to be having a, a fun time. Brundlefly, isn't that from Dune? Uh, we're going to be having a good time tonight. We got uh, like one voicemail. We got like um, some news, and uh, of course, we got music. And the first song that we'll be playing tonight is a C one fifty two with Laser Future. Thank you, Serva. Starlight. 
Damn, that was a tasty little tidbit there. That was a. That was what was that there? That was C one fifty two with Laser Future. Now alien implants. I always see these uh, things on TV like uh, 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 America's Most Mysterious U- Universe uh, Unsolved Mysteries or something. And they would always show like it was like a little little piece of metal that usually was like right behind the ear or something. Uh, it's scary because I don't think people are just sticking thing under their skin and saying and getting people to remove it to say, hey, look, it's like the, it's almost like they got shrapnel or something. Maybe maybe there's maybe I, don't, I can't explain alien implants. I can't explain it. But the. Maybe maybe Mr. Wikipedia could. Maybe we should look up uh, alien implants on the Wikipedia really quick here. So we can get a, a good grounding for where we're at, you know? Well, it's so we know when we started talking about them, etc., etc. What, what is, what is uh, the, the controllers of the internet of Wikipedia think about it? Apparently, uh, uh, okay, let's read this here. In UFOlogy, alien implants is a term used to describe physical objects allegedly placed in someone's body after they have been abducted by aliens. Claimed capabilities of the implants range from telepresence to mind control to biotelemetry, the later akin to to humans tagged like uh, wild animals for study. As with UFO subjects in general, the idea of alien implants has seen very little attention from mainstream scientists. Why don't they just look at these, like, if somebody's like, oh, this came out of my ass, I don't know how I got there. Why don't scientists at least look at it? All right, uh, according to Peter Rogerson, writing in Mag- Magonia, Magonia magazine, the concept of alien implants can be traced back to March 1957. Long John Neville radio show interview with UFOologist John Robinson, where Robinson recounted a neighbor's claim of being kidnapped by aliens in 1938 and kept subdued by small, small earphones placed behind the ears. And uh, Massachusetts resident Betty Anderson claimed that aliens have implanted a device in her nose during a supposed alien abduction in 1967, first publicized by Raymond Fowler in the book The Andreason Affair. And Andreason, Andreason, Andreos, Andre, Andreason, Andreason, Andreason Affair. A Canadian woman named Dorothy Wallace claimed a similar experience in 1983. In later years, the claims about authors like Whitley Strieber would popularize alien abduction ideas in general, including reports of unusual implants associated with abductions. John E. Mack wrote in his book, Abduction, Human Encounters with Aliens, that he examined a uh, quarter inch to three quarter, three and a fourth quarter inch wiry object given to him by a 24-year-old woman who claimed it came out of her nose following an alien abduction experience. California, California podiatrist Roger Lear also claimed to have removed alien implants from patients. According to a skeptical investigator, Joe Nickel, supposed alien implants appears to be ordinary materials such as shards of glass, jagged piece of metal, and carbon fiber. See, why has it appeared to be? Why isn't it definitely is? Why can't they, um, why can't they decide on it? Like what, 
what if you pulled a piece of glass out of somebody's neck or some shit, you wouldn't say it was supposedly glass. You'd say this is fucking glass. We did test on it. I think there's people in on this or something. Uh, and also, was there carbon fiber back in 1930, whatever? Uh, the objects are often found lodged in extremities such as toes, hands, and shins. Nickel cites Israeli teaching hospital department head Virgil, Virgil Prescoose opinion that there's no mystery, no implants. What? Explaining the normal objects picked up during a fall or by walking barefoot often comes surrounded by scar tissue. Come on, if, you, if you're walking around on your feet and you get a, a goddamn piece of carbon fiber stuck in your foot, you're not just going to let it sit in there and be like, oh, you know, I got some fucking alien implant. You could be like, oh, shit, there's something in my foot. I got I to get it out. Uh, in popular culture, alien implants pictured as small needles inserted into a victim's necks and stomachs first appeared in 1953 film Invaders from Mars. So there you go. That's what the Wikipedia has to say about it. Now, my own personal opinion is it might not be aliens. These little pieces of carbon fiber or whatever they're finding might just be from the government. These might be subjects that are being watched. Bakelite probes, they're being watched by uh, government and they are being tracked. Maybe like a 5G thing. I don't know. Because if you wanted to track somebody, the best way of doing it, stick them with something. So it's always with them. Doesn't need a battery. It just needs to be like a little antenna where it could reflect. Yeah, a knurling. See, sewer chat. If you were to happen to go to snicktherat.com and go to social and go into the chat rooms, either Discord, Twitch, or sewer chat and IRC, you could see some of... I think I think this guy right here, Mutter Na or Matern Mutterna, uh, Mut- Mutterna. I think he might be a scientist. He's talking about Neuralink. He's a scientist, right? Looks like a, a scientist name. I think uh, I think there's some there's something going on here. And if I was if I was uh if I was to wake up one day and I felt like a lump. And and then I get it removed, and it's a, like something in there. Like, uh, um, nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, I got a lump here. Let me just let it sit here." They're gonna get it. They're gonna get it removed. This, there's something to this. And the guy that's coming on later that wrote this book, I read, I read, I read a couple. I read a little bit of it. I couldn't read too much of it. Okay, I'm surprised I could even read. But he was. Uh, I think he brought up some really good points in the book. I read like half a chapter. I couldn't read. I was. It's a big book. It was. Thick. And it happened to his wife. We'll, we'll get. We'll talk to him later about it. But why? Why are the scientists saying it might be glass? It's supposedly fiber carbon. It's. They, they, we have technology to find this shit out right now. Piss, pisses me off. These things here. All right. Uh, now I'm all flustered. I'm all flustered.
but I think we should maybe we're gonna okay we're gonna listen to some more music and then we're gonna come back we're gonna do uh donations we're gonna talk about some uh some of the fine the fine folk of the sewer dwellers that have actually helped uh support the show make this happen And then we're gonna then we're gonna hop right into the interview. We're gonna we're gonna get this guy on the satellite radio. We're gonna get him uh, up in there, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna thank you. The rug does bring it together. It's a very nice rug. Uh, and then we're gonna get all into this interview. And then we're gonna open up the phone lines and take some calls and see what the people of the world think. Is it the government? Is it aliens? Or is it just foolish people walking around barefoot? Getting shit stuck in their feet and then letting it just sit in there. Come on, come on, people. Wake up. Wake wake up. There's way too many people just to sleep these days. I, I I put the TV on today and I was flipping through the channels. And everybody has to be asleep. If this is what we accept to be reality by what we see on this fucking dumb box, you guys you guys need to wake up. It's very disheartening to see where this world has come to. It's we're, we're, we're so advanced as a society. And then you turn the TV on and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? Oh, boy. Indeed blitzed. Okay. Let's listen to another song here. Come back and thank some people. Because the people that are donating this show, they're really trying to make a difference in society. They're trying to build culture. They're not trying to tear culture down. They're not taking... Some fucking Beatles song and, and putting it into like a tampon commercial or something. Anyway, we got Electro Pulse Cannon with Eye in the Sky.
Uh, welcome back, everybody, to Nick the Rat Radio. That was Eye in the Sky. It's apparently a remix. I think I think I sort of knew that, but uh, Quirkus is always on top. Though she's like, "Oh, that's a remix. Oh, that was uh, that was stolen." She knows all about all the all the tunages, and then she sings along too. So, cheers to you, Quirkus. Let's uh, thank some people for supporting this episode of Nick the Rat Radio. If you would like to support Nick the Rat Radio, you could always go to uh, twitch.tv and subscribe using your free Amazon Prime. Or you could go to nicktherat.com and... I don't even know what the fuck I just said. <sighs> I think the bathroom's calling me soon. We got um, we got the um, uh, the PayPal, the donation area on, on nicktherat.com. You could donate there. I'll read your initials, your note, and the amount that you gave. If uh, if you don't want me to do, I don't know, just send me a note. I might fuck up, but that's how I do it. So we have TR, who I think is new. I don't remember seeing TR before. TR gives a 333. Cheers to you, TR. And a 333 to all the people in the sewer. And um, yeah, I think that's code for something. That might have just launched some nukes in India. Uh, we have... Burp. Uh, let's see who else we got here. We have MM with 420. Do you think MM has been around for a little bit? So thank you so much, MM, for the 420. I need I need like some some sound effects or something. Do I have a sound effect for? Maybe I should get uh one second for a 420. I should do this one right here. No, that's the wrong bong. Uh, this one. Here we go. 420. Uh, and that looks like MM just canceled their automatic payments for, for the 420. So can I play that in reverse? Uh, thank you for your service, though, up to this point. You've been a great donator thus far. Uh, and then we have PLLC, who has been um, around for a long time. And they give fourteen fourteen, and for a fourteen fourteen, I think that deserves a uh, a bong hit, but maybe like a really weird slow bong hit. Let's have. Can we do? Can we do something here? Here, this is. The... Ah, so you know what? I guess I'm not too sick anymore i could smoke up you know i'm gonna hit the pipe i'm gonna hit the pipe for that for that 1414 we're gonna we're gonna hit the pipe a little bit here let's just uh get a little this is where your your donations are going they're going right in my lungs and my belly put this in there there we go all right 1414 We also have a a, a poo box, a poo, poo box. Uh, uh, what's the fucking PO box here? Five four nine four nine five. Uh, I always forget the PO box. I think it's in this scroll somewhere. Uh, let's see here. PO box 
9549. Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Now, you have something that came in the in the P.O. box. It was me. I was I was, you know, put the key in, I opened it up and I really quickly. I ran out there because it was federal. No, I didn't jerk off into my P.O. box. Uh we got a check, everybody. No glitter bombs. I already got a goddamn sticky glue trap glitter bomb once. And there was like a $20 bill stuck in there. I peeled it out. I still have it because it's still sticky and I'm embarrassed to use it. I'm going to try to stick it into a machine. It'll probably get stuck in there. Anyway, I get, I got somebody gave me this check here. I like to do a little uh, ASMR check opening. Everybody loves the sound of a check opening, right? Except when you, except when you fuck it up. Now, if I'm correct. Be from Sir Crossstitch. I think he has a, uh, a check a check thing going on here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, NetNet sent that? No, I don't think it was NetNet. I, I don't know. Uh, somebody sent something. PO box. We got uh, thanks for your show, Sir Crossstitch. Five sticky buckaroos. Now that's that's. Thank you so much, Sir Crossstitch. Let's uh, do one more. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to dox them. Let's let's try to not dox them. Oh, that was sticky. There we go. That's what I came for. Thank you so much, everybody. Whoa, hello. I hope that didn't. Uh, didn't hope that. Send the trap separately. Thank you. Um, I think that concludes the donation segment. Yeah, that does conclude the donation segment. Uh, somebody did donate something else, though. You know him because he's probably outside your house right now looking through your window. I know him, too, because he is outside of the sewer studio watching me right now. Um, Mr. L.W. sent in this lovely, lovely clip. Let's listen to it. Let's dive into the mind of L.W. He has an informative announcement and poop. Hey, L.W., how you doing, my great big white friend? Hey, it's good to have a white friend around any time that you're getting in yourself to some kind of trouble. Hey, what? Move me? I don't ever get myself into trouble. Uh, no, I said get your trouble in yourself. Oh. Yeah, like when I was testing those tortillas. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. I didn't know nothing about that. <clears throat> so, uh... So I, oh, look, over there outside the truck, that girl. 
Yeah, man, she got some nice little suntan chicken legs going on. Hey, chica, can you see me? I'm the great big white man. I'm the married man. If you come over and get my phone number, his wife will kill him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, look, her. she's got like two little sausage dogs, and it looks like they've just taking a, a poo in that grass over there in the, in the neighbor's grass. Hey, that's funny. <laughs> the girl is over and she has a dog that took a crap in the grass, in the, somebody else's grass. Hey, you gotta think of, shut up. Don't, no, 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 no. You're gonna get me in trouble. Wait, did you miss something? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you in trouble. Well, I've caught on to that by now. Um, so, man, I'm watching her, and she's, like, really working over that poop bag. Yeah, man, she's, like, unfolding it and refolding it and reading the instructions. It's like, hey, it's a clear plastic bag. There ain't no instructions, are there? Well, I think that the clear plastic bag was meant for vegetables. Oh, maybe that's why the instructions don't match the situation. But she sure is studying on that awful hard. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, maybe, maybe she's trying to memorize this. Shoot. <laughs> So the only thing that is appropriate to say is, Hey, lady, I hope you passed that test. <laughs> As in the poop test. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, that's what I wanted to tell you about. I I was uh, over to uh, the... Um, where was I over to? I was over to Whataburger here this last Sunday morning because I was on my way to the fishing hole and the thing I like to do before I go to the fishing hole is fill my eating hole. Hey man, are you saying that you got a front hole? Don't start that, you little fallon shoot. So here, here's the deal. about the there, there are only two things I really like for breakfast at the old Whataburger. And, and one of them is the sausage gravy biscuits. And I noticed something strange, that they've started using pelletized sausage. Yeah? So what? Well, if you look at it, it kind of looks like sheep poo or goat poo. Or maybe some rabbit poo. Yeah, that's the idea, yeah. Yeah, and that got me to thinking, what if the aliens have already taken all the pork? You mean like there is a pork shortage going on? Well, yeah, but I haven't seen a pork shortage at the grocery store. But I'm thinking maybe the, the alien lizards have already took the pork, and now they're having to put something else, namely poop, into... The sausage gravy, so I can't eat that anymore. Just the look of it, it's, you know, uh, 
kind of like a whole bunch of birds got together and they squeezed one out. You know, you've accused you 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 accuse me of being nasty, and here you go, and you have attained a really high level of disgusting. Tell me again. Well, this is really some second half kind of show stuff, and I tell you, the uh, it sounded to me like Joe Biden, the president of these here United States, has done gone and confirmed that yeah, there are aliens here. I mean, that, that's sure what it sounds like when he goes and says, Hey, what if uh, your kid wants to find out if they is aliens here? Well, that seems like that's on his mind a lot. What's left of it? I mean, geez, all you gotta do is open the Velcro and change his mind. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, he is kind of a hinge top. Hey, that's an idea. Beer cans should have a hinge on the top. Whoa. That's a stroke of genius. Then it then it would be kind of like the throne, except small. And you could just open it up and pour it onto the smoker all at once. Dude, hinged beer cans. This might be something that would scare away them there lizards who are currently running the country, by the way, masquerading as world leaders. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see. We've confirmed the Clintons, the Bidens, the Queen of England, her whole family. I think Megan might be one of them there. I think she might be a lizard, too. Nah, she ain't no lizard. She just, uh, fed. Well, okay, so she's a handler. Yeah, and from what I hear, Prince Harry thinks that she's quite the handler. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what were we supposed to talk about? Last I heard, you had a brand new comic coming up for the Indiegogo. And uh, you told me the best way for people to get in touch with you was to what? Well, the best thing is to first go and give Nick the Rat some money. Now, you can go on to nicktherat.com, and you can click his PayPal button and drop him a couple of dollars, and he'll appreciate it so much, he won't tell us any more stories about how he's broke and they're going to take away his babies, and uh, maybe he'll tell us the truth about what Diane was doing when we didn't know where Diane was when she was doing it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I know what she was doing. She was with me. No, she wasn't. She was. Well, she was everywhere. I like that version of the story. That was an inflatable Diane. Yeah, I got it out of Nick's drawer. So, uh... I want that back. What did you tell me? Uh, There's a place. There's a place. You can go and you can find out about this Indiegogo. Well, you can go to the On Comics channel over to the YouTubes. And if you go somewhere else... Just let me know so I know that I should be putting this stuff out in the someplace else that you pay attention to. I'd like to hear from people because, 
you know, I'm kind of lonely while I'm getting yelled at for spending money on fishing gear. You spend money on fishing gear? I thought you made your own fishing gear. Well, I had to buy lead. Oh, well, that makes sense. Go buy some more lead. You never know when you need more. And some ammo. Okay, everybody. Y'all go be mostly good. Well, sweet. Yeah, L-Dubs, uh, his, his comic books, they look amazing. I wish I could read, though. But, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're relevant. Uh, but the the art, mwah, I can read art. Thank you, L Dubs, and uh, good. Yeah, everybody go there and and uh, pick it up if you if you dig the uh, the funnies. That's no, not the funny. He's uh, they're very serious books. I I saw I saw a booby in one of them. I think no. <laughs> uh, we should well let's listen to another song right here. We got Baridin with. It's uh, it's just how I feel about you, Baradeen. Baradeen. We'll be right back. Let me boot up the satellite dish. OG Spencer has subbed on Twitch. I forgot to look at the Twitch. I usually uh, try to avoid that a little bit, Twitch, because it's, it's out of the way. Uh, hold on one second here. I can see NHL. Quirkus, resubscribe for one month, tier one. They've been subscribed for 13 months, 14 days ago. That was 14 days ago? Uh, what does she say? I can't. This darn box. 
Damn, Nick, these pre-show tunes tonight are gems. Mwah, thank you. Fire, 100% music. Thank you so much, Quarkus. Uh, Mutter NA, subscribe for two months at Tier 1. That was 14 days. Well, this all happened 14 days ago. That was two weeks ago. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, Small Dig Legend, follow me. Uh, OG Spencer P, resubbed with uh, uh, with Prime. Nine months, we could make a baby, Nick. Thank you so much, OG Spencer. Uh and hell, maybe Amazon could help us do that one day. Toilet Bug followed me 40 minutes ago. Toilet Bug? David? Uh, I mean... <laughs> the Fire Swarm. Thank you for the follow. David, are you Fire Swarm? Is that... We, are, are we at a... Let me boot up the satellite here. And let's start this interview. After, after the interviews... Uh, after I interview the guy... Uh, I'll open up the phone lines and we could uh, have a discussion about it. Um, but right now, I'm going to boot up the the satellite and let's let's see if I can get him on the phone over here. This is exciting. I never really talked to an author before. Hi, everybody. This is Nick the Rat, and I would like to just. Uh let you know that I have a special guest with us today. He wrote a book called Alien Inside Me. It is a heart-touching, mind-opening, gut-wrenching experience about a um, man. Uh, this is a true story. His name is Dr. Marshall Bonner. He, his wife was being uh, abducted by aliens and had uh, alien implantations done on her. Uh, little bit known to her, I think. I didn't get to read the whole book. I only got to read the first couple of chapters because somebody in the audience recommended it to us. And um, I, I got him on the show. He seemed very interesting. So he's here with us today. Uh, hello, Dr. Marshall Bonner. Why, hello there, Nick the Rat. My name is indeed Dr. Marshall Bonner. And I did read, I wrote, and I read, <laughs> the book that you are uh, talking about right now. It was a uh, five-year-long road to write this book. Lots of, uh, lots of stuff has happened to me since then, and I, I'm, happy, I'm happy to be here talking to you and your esteemed audience. Well, Dr. Marshall Bonner, it's uh, great that you're here with us. I'd, I'd like to maybe uh, let you introduce yourself. Like, Tell us a little bit more about you, uh, who you are, where you're from. Let's get to know the, the true Dr. Marshall Bonner. Uh, can I just call you doctor? Is that okay? Oh, yes. You may call me just doctor. I have a PhD in marine animal psychology from the University of Berkeley, California, and I studied under the prestigious Giorgio Suglis, and he was a great teacher. We would do ecstasy with dolphins, and if you were to stick your finger into their rectum, you could get a sense of their emotions. Uh, he wrote the book on dolphin anal emotions, and I highly recommend anybody that has any drugs and access to dolphins to do them together and become one more with the planet. Oh, uh, well, that's uh, that's an interesting tidbit. I didn't know that you fingered dolphins like that. But anyway, um, well, I don't think we're going to be talking about dolphins and buttholes tonight. I'd like to get to know more about uh, this. This book is about aliens 
and the occult, and uh, what is what is your history with that? How did you get in, involved in that whole um, that whole area instead of the uh, dolphins whole area? <laughs> well, you see, I was never much a believer. I used to be a devout Christian. Raised in California, my parents were hippies, and they smoked a lot of drugs. They used to play a game they called Hide the Sausage, and uh, I guess I was the sausage because they locked me in a closet for 30 minutes. But, you know, they taught me a lot about spirituality and how to become one with the planet, and uh, it opened up my third eye chakra to what is possible out there. But uh, since then, I did uh, break free from their hippy-dippy ways, and I joined the church, and some said that has changed me in a good way. So now, if I'm correct, this book is, it's not, you weren't, you, you weren't abducted and had alien implants implanted on you. It was, it was your wife, Clarice, if I, if I recall. Yes, my wife, Clarice. Before I joined the church, I met this lovely young lady at the aquarium, she was also studying um, the philosophical uh, mannerisms of sex with dolphins as well. That's how we met up. We were actually at a dolphin orgy event, and we got together. And then that's about the time that I joined the church, and I took her to church a couple of Sundays. She did not really like it, but one of the pastors did keep her coming back for some reason. She seemed to get along with him very well. Um, yes, and she was the one that was being abducted and had many, many uh, implants done on her. I've, I've documented it all, and I, well, I've written a book about it. Well, this is, this is quite exciting. Um, before we get into the specifics of the book and your wife, um, is there... Is there anything else you would like to to let us know about uh, your studies with dolphins? Because I know this is not about the dolphins, but it just seems very interesting to me. I did not know that this was going on with you as well. I find dolphins to be very uh, interesting creatures, so I, I would just, you know, if, if you, can, do you want to talk about dolphins some more? Well, ever since I joined the church, I have been, I've, I've quit the research into the dolphins. Uh, they they frown upon it. I do not think Jesus Christ and uh, you know uh, is into uh, experimentation on animals, even if it did open up a lot of new pathways into figuring out what makes animals tick. All right. Okay. Well, I, I won't touch it then, because you know the church is a very powerful place. I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, I just want to talk to you. And uh, we're going to talk to you about um, uh, the uh, uh, the book that you wrote and uh, alien implants. Have have you ever did you know about uh, alien implants before you uh, wrote this book? Well, I did used to watch a lot of X Files, and that's what got me hooked onto the notion that what was happening to my wife must be aliens, abductions, implants. She'd go missing for days. And actually, I still... The last event, she has not returned. I think she is somewhere above Earth right now, flying around in a spaceship, 
I don't know what they're doing with her, why they wanted her, but she has not returned. I also, in the book, included pictures of her. And if anybody does pick this up and read it, I would like them to look at the picture. And if they do see her anywhere, to please, please tell her that she is my wife, Clarice, and she should come home, and I miss it dearly. I think maybe they wiped her memory. They have these, these laser light technology. It shoots a purple light color. As you know, purple is not a real color. It does not exist. Your brain, your brain takes the blue and the red, it combines it to make a new color, and then when you see it, your brain says, look, it's purple, but it doesn't actually exist. Now, they have technology that when they shine it into your eyes, it is actually purple. Now, this purple color was never seen before by anybody on this planet, and it does brainwash you to make you forget who you are, where you're from, and what you are doing. Many times, my wife has come home from these experiments that these aliens were doing on her before. Before the last one, where she just vanished completely. And she would tell me about missing time gaps, purple lights. In, oh, it was incredible stuff. I, I documented it. I wrote it. Uh, I took notes each time that I would talk to her about it. And uh, the implants, that was what really threw me overboard on believing that this was alien interference into humanity, and it must be stopped. I do call upon, I wrote President Joe Biden several times, uh, asking him what he was going to do about the borders between Earth and outer space. Now, I do remember there was Ronald Reagan and Star Wars, and he started up the whole protection, and then there was the Trump, and he started up... Uh, that Space Force, which was also, I thought, on the right path. Now, Joe Biden has never came out and said anything about outer space yet and the problems that are coming to Earth. You think that you guys have problems now. Wait until you see the purple light and forget stuff about who you are and what you were doing and where you might be going and who your husband might actually be. Well, gee, uh, that was, uh, uh, I guess, I guess maybe Joe Biden could be the, the guy to write to for this, I guess. Maybe he could assist in uh, helping people to become uh, more uh, uh, aware of aliens coming to Earth. But I, I don't know if, if maybe SETI or, uh, what is that, the, you, MUFON, maybe MUFON could help you. But I heard MUFON might be filled with Nazis now. I, I don't know, like, the... But anyway, we're getting way off topic here. Dr. Marshall Bonner, uh, a couple more questions I have before we cut to a break. We're going to come back to you, and we're going to discuss more about how you knew uh, or what evidence you have of these implants and the evidence that you have. Uh, I'm excited. I think the audience, I'm looking at the chat room right now, and half of them, there's like half a million people listening right now, and they're... They're they're chomping at the bit. They want to know more. They're looking to find out how they could buy this book. Is there any? Do you know how they could buy this book? Uh, it's the Alien Inside Me by Dr. Marshall Bonner. Well, you know, Nick, this is this is more of an outreach than it is about trying to sell my book. I, my wife has gone missing. I've been with her for so long. We used to do drugs and have orgies with dolphins. Do you know how close that brought me to her? But then 
the church. The church, I thought that was going to be the way that me and her would spiritually connect, like Lego bricks connecting perfectly, one on top of another. But I might have been a little wrong about that. I don't know, but I think my wife might have enjoyed doing drugs and boning dolphins more than trying to find a way to not go to a burning pit of hellfire after she has perished from this planet. But you could always order it for $69.99 through the Dark Sewer Network. You could order now, I think, through your phone line, 917-719-5923. That is the book Alien Inside Me by... Dr. Marshall Bonner. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, the book is on sale. It's uh, decently priced. It's uh, it's a thick book. It's very thick. I only read about a third of it, a quarter of it. I couldn't really get through it. It's, it's, been, it's been a lot going. There's a lot on my plate right now, let's just say. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Dr. Marshall Bonner, I know it's pretty early where you are right now. You're in California. Right now, it's it's around uh, like eleven something. I don't. It's it's pretty late here at night. So over there, it's at eleven, ten, nine, eight. It's like seven o'clock there. I know you're old, and old people go to bed early. But um, can you stick around? Can you can you maybe take a couple of phone calls too? Well, Nick the Rat, um, my what is that called? My publicist told me not to take any phone calls and. We would. And uh, make sure you cut the phone lines off. Don't let anybody call in and talk to this man. Uh, we'll be right back. We're going to listen to some music right now. Uh, what, what song do we have coming up here? Let me just uh, cue up this song. We are about to listen to... What the hell is that word there? Magustine Beat on the Brat. Ah, uh, Beat on the Brat. I used to beat on a dolphin's brat Oh, that's disturbing. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
comment of the night. Hideo Kojima predicted all of this. I really like the last two Resident Evil games. Well, yeah, Silent Hill would be cool. Uh, Alright, hey, welcome back everybody to uh, <laughs> the studio. I had to get out of the the radar room. It was getting a little crampy in there. Uh, we're going to open up the phone line now, I think. And we could uh, open this guy out. Let's get, the other, let's get the other phone in here. There we go. That's a better phone. Let's see if we have anybody on... Uh, Hold on one second. I forget how the phone even works. Uh, one second, everybody. When you when you use like a radar satellite link up, the the phone is just a very strange thing to go back to. It's it's a very different system. Um, hold on one second here. Looks like we have some voicemails. Let's uh, let's listen to those. The phone lines open if you'd like to talk about alien implants or um, uh, Silent Hill. Give me a call. Travelers, is it true that you are the crystal bearers? It's Final Fantasy. The prophecy says, when darkness veils the world, the warriors of light shall come. Gross. But, your majesty, we have no proof of that these four are the true light warriors. Surely, it is not coincidence that four warriors bearing crystals have appeared now. Brave ones, I need your help. Please rescue my ne- my daughter, Sarah. Garland, once a knight in his own majesty's service, has abducted Princess Sarah. We have learned that he is in the Temple of Chaos, north of Cornelia. We attempted to rescue the princess, but his powers far surpassed ours. Perhaps you wish to cross the Northern Strait. The bridge that once spanned it was lost long ago. God, the story is so fucking stupid. <laughs> if you bring my daughter back safely, I will build a new bridge. I am counting on you. I got that bridge built. I got it built. Ducky was my monk. Servo is the white mage. And uh, Spooky R is uh, my black mage. Uh, We have saved Sarah. We've killed Garland. We got the earth crystal. We rebuilt the bridge. Uh, Actually, we rebuilt the bridge. Then we got the earth crystal after some other fight. Um... We got a, a boat. We got we beat up some some uh, pussy ass pirate. Took his boat. He was harassing this town. We we took all that. Um, then, and we went over. We got lost for a little while. We had to meet some lady with some brooms. Then I woke somebody up, giving him a jolt cola. Uh, there was a lot of fire and uh, albino alligators, but. Uh, Doing pretty good in the game. I'm in, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying uh, Final Fantasy One more than I thought I would. The the new pixel version. I did have to fix the font. There's an easy way of fixing the font. You switch the Japanese font with the English one in the um, files for it, and uh, it makes the font look better. And uh, yeah, 
it's been really enjoyable so far. Uh, Servo's never died once. Everybody else has uh, kicked the can a couple times. But, you know, it's bound to happen. Uh, hello, caller. Caller, do you hear me? Oh, you're not going to hear me. One second, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. Hey, hey, yeah, I heard your advertisement. Uh, needing, needing crystal bears. I, I'm, I'm a crystal bear. You're a crystal. Well, we need. Uh, I think we still need some fire crystal and some uh, air. Oh, I, I think. Hell yeah! Can you bear yeah, it? I got that. Oh yeah, I'm bearing it right now. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna bear it. That's what you do. That's what the whole game's about, right? It's about holding that crystal. You just gotta be uh, a warrior of light, strapped with a crystal strap on. No, no, man. You hold that crystal, it's gonna melt. You gotta have it in the back. Uh, that Susie chick, she like she party or you know if she does party, she uh she pay. You know about Susie? I don't work for no. <clears throat> Diane, hang up on that caller quick before we find more about – we're not talking about – we can't talk about her. Uh, 917-719-592 I forget the last number. If you want to know the last number, you have to donate to Nick. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, Nick. Um, Doctor. It's, it's your um, – um, I don't think this voicemail is private anymore. So I'm not going to say my identity, but I will apologize that I did not forewarn you before our last adventure, a little uh, rendezvous. I've been working on my spice tolerance and um, consuming a lot more habanero peppers. It's the time of year I'm trying to save the seeds but I'm eating a lot more of the peppers themselves, the membrane, et cetera. And, uh, well, I hope that didn't cause you to hurt. And if, if that, I hope that wasn't the reason you, you scurried off so fast and there was no post, um, coital, um, cuddle or whatever it was. I don't know. It's been three days since I've heard from you, Nick. I hope things are okay. I'll I'll give you a bubble bath. I don't know. I think I might need that bubble bath need. from you. That was. I love I, you, buddy. That might have been why I've been having these stomach just, issues. Just fucking call me. No, I'm not. Call- Return my call. Do you know how beat I am right now? How hard? That. How hard the unraveling has unraveled right now. The fact that I am um, alive right now. And doing a doing this podcast for millions of listeners, the show must go on. There's actually somebody sticking a crystal at my ass right now to keep me keep me alive and moving. Um, uh, thank you for that. We have um, wait, what is this? You have Zindu. Oh boy, oh boy, everybody, we have uh, we have Zindu. Let's. We'll be right back. Let's check this out. Hey, everybody. 
It's time for the news with Zindu through the Dark Sewer News Network for Nick the Rat Radio for the Dark Sewer Network uh, Incorporated. Yes, it is time to delve into the news. What do we have here? Let's uh, delve into it. <clears throat> Let me hit refresh on my newskeeper here. Let's see what we got here. Let's, I know there's... Uh, okay. Here we go. I don't, even, I don't even want... Okay, futurism.com. Google claims to create time crystal inside quantum computer. All right. Let me just read that title one more time to myself so I don't have to put you through this bullshit. Google, oh, yeah. oh, boy. This sounds like a gigantic turd. Uh, let's read this article. In what could prove to be a monumentous... Uh, monumentous... Monumentous... What could prove it, it? This is what pisses me off about science these days. Uh, could, if, maybe, sometimes. These are not words that are very, very. Uh, uh, I don't like to consider it science. I know that there is a, a barrier of entry to some of these things where it's like, you know, maybe, maybe if you uh, boil water to like 100 degrees Celsius. Or it might boil. No, it boils at 100 degrees Celsius. It doesn't say, maybe it might. It's okay, okay. Ah, fuck, it could prove to be a okay. Uh, for fundamental physics and quantum physics, scientists said they finally figured out how to manufacture a scientific oddity called a time crystal. Didn't they have one of those in that new fucking Star Trek show with time crystal? Mm, Jesus Christ. Well, is this time crystal in the fucking... In a Wikipedia... All right, let's see. Time crystal, Wikipedia. In condensed matter physics, a time crystal is a quantum system of particles whose lowest energy state is one which the particles are in a repetitive motion. The system cannot lose energy to the environment and come to rest because it is already in a quantum ground state. Oh, so it's breaking the laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, sure, I believe this. Whatever, this sounds like, uh, it sounds like, sometimes math gets to a really weird point. Like, um, infinity is a concept. Okay, this is this is where this is where science gets uh, to you know it gets into the, the theoretical physics and science is it's okay when you have one two three four five six seven, and you keep going what do you what could you go you could keep going you, you just fucking keep going to infinite you know even zero is a fucking concept you can't have zero of something there is no such thing as nothing maybe there is a little bit of nothing in between stuff but we don't really know uh, okay. Whatever, I'm getting way off topic here. Let's see. Uh, now it seems like it's possible for these things to exist after all. Quanta magazine reports. At least that's according to what a massive team of researchers from fucking Princeton say. Yeah, sure, I'm going to believe them. Uh, the consequence is amazing. You evade the second law of thermodynamics. Stu yeah, okay, well then I guess what? I, I'm going to say this is bullshit. Uh, they, they don't even get into it. Let me go back to let me go to the news source here because sometimes you read the article. Ah, fucking shit! You read the fucking. Oh, I fucking dropped my dildo on the floor. It's a big one. Uh, sometimes you know you, you read something. It's like go to this article. So let me go to the article's main main thing. Quantum Magazine reports. There we go. Okay, let's click this link and go to Quantum Magazine. It's probably gonna be like a paywall shit. Oh, look at that. They got a cool animation of a jiggery, jiggly, jiggly do there. All right, let's see. Uh, time crystals are also the first object to spontaneously break time. Okay, this just sounds, sounds fucking dumb. It's, 
right. So when you talk to people about quantum computers, like, yeah, they're real. They make it. Okay, sure. They, they, they use quantas. Instead of a fucking bits, they use quantums or quantas. That's what they call them. And it's like, a, it's like an on, on, off, off. It's like an on, off, on uh, particle. Usually computers use on or off. Quantas are like on, off, and eh, in between. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like a big fucking hootie hoo poopy poo. It doesn't sound. I can't. I can't find it. I can't find any article that explains it uh, simply enough to me. And if you can't explain something very simple, uh, if you can't explain a, a, a concept easily, then you don't. You don't understand it. Like I can explain uh, this dildo that I dropped on the floor. It goes right into my ass, and it feels great. There you go. I didn't say, well, you know, this dildo. It's a. Uh, it's a thing that sometimes might do something in the future that we're kind of thinking about. Maybe. Okay, whatever. Oh, wait, I see Einstein's name in here. Let's see. Nyack argues time crystals illuminate something profound about the nature of time. Normally in physics, he said. However, much you try to treat time as being just another dimension, it is always kind of an outlier. Einstein made the best attempt at unification, weaving 3D space together with time into a four-dimensional fabric space-time. But even in this theory... You need directional time is unique. With time crystals, Nyack says, this is the first case that I know where all of a sudden time is just one of the gang. Fucking shit doesn't explain shit. Okay, update. This is an update to the article, July 30th, 2021. Let's read the update. Following the publication of this article, Quanta learned that it, a separate research group had, on July 5th, posted a reprint claiming to have created time crystals using nine carbon atoms and a diamond. We have updated the article. Okay, whatever. <sighs> Bullshit. All right, let's see here. Do we have any other news here? This, this might be fun. Let's read this here. Science Tech Deli. Feel good brain control. Dopamine can be willfully controlled. Ooh, this sounds, this sounds fine. I want to willfully control my fucking shit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't even want to read. This sounds like some bullshit, too. Every, every time there's like a news article about science, it's just mostly bullshit. I remember reading articles back about how they were going to fucking cure cancer with gold nuggets and shit that they stick in your ass and it directs the... I don't know. Maybe they're doing that, but it's okay. Uh, let's see. Let's just skip to the last statement here. Uh, this started a serendipitous finding by a talented and curious young guy. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to read this. This sounds this sounds stupid. This sounds. Uh, uh, I can't even find anything that looks like it might be uh, something I could read here. Something about a fucking rat licking shit, and there's a needle in its head, and some lasers shoot in there, and it gets wet. I don't know. Alright. In their efforts to control dopamine, the research clarified that dopamine appears to invigorate rather than initiate motor behavior. Isn't that the same shit? Don't you have to be invigorated to initiate? It's like a very semantic thing there. It's like, are you pushing it or is it being pushed? I don't fucking, you know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I might have to quit this job. I can't do this no more. Alright, let's see here. Uh, uh, Oh, here's 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 one that might be good. This one is a uh, uh, doubting something that I've always doubted. Big data, big data sounds like a bunch of big bullshit. Don't buy the big data hype, says co-founder of Google Brain. Oh, this guy works for Google here. The thing about big data is it's supposed to be big, but uh, big massive data sets aren't essential for AI innovation. 
Big mass so dumps? AI, AI is bullshit, too. AI is just fucking... Uh, it, it takes things... It's not real intelligence. It's not even artificial intelligence. It's just, just algorithms. It's just math and fucking putting things in... It, ugh. It's, it's, intelligence is when you... When you put your hand on something hot and you're like, you know what, this is fucking hot, I'm never going to do that again. AI is basically like, oh, th- that's that's hot and uh, it doesn't matter because I'm a fucking robot. And it'll keep its hand there until it's destroyed and then somebody with intelligence comes around and programs it to be different. So it's, that just sounds like more, you know, oh, I, don't, I can't read this article either. All right, look, guys. Zindu is having a fucking science breakdown. I, I can't I can't take it no more. I can't fucking I can't I can't read these articles about science anymore. You know what? When I come back, we're gonna read articles that don't have to do about fucking quantas or time crystals or big data or dopamine or any of that bullshit. We're gonna read probably maybe I got some celebrity news. I wish I had some celebrity nudes. <laughs> anyway, this is Zindu barely reporting anything to you. Because fuck all if anybody else is anyway. Man, go fuck yourself. This is in Dubai. Uh, hey, rat dude, don't be like, this is my TV, bro. I, like, that's where I get all, all the stuff, and, like, <laughs> the science, dude. So, like, you know, fuck you if you don't like TV, all right? So, oh. yeah, all right. I did. Oh, that hurt my feelings. Well, guess what? We're going we're gonna to go listen to some music to clear our palate. We got Anne Newman with Escape from Midwich Village. Mid- Midwich Village. Valley. Midwich Valley. Anne Newman, Escape from Mid... mid- Servo.
Double kill, triple kill, killing spree, slayer. Magazine articles are about, and about money and stuff, and I know for, uh, maybe this hasn't been your experience, but for my experience, and that of many other men and women in stand-up comedy, they work for years and years and years, literally, just making pennies. And then all of a sudden you hit it big and your paychecks increase uh, enormously. Yeah. And, and is that uh, any kind of pressure, any kind of problem for you? Do you... I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely all right with that. It's, it, it's just, it's, it seems to have... Uh... <laughs> I seem to have relaxed into it nicely. Now, uh, I, uh, it's a bit of pressure. I, I noticed that it changes you in little ways. Like it's changed the way I laugh at parties. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to go, I used to go, <laughs> that's really funny. You know, now I go, oh! Oh, ha, ha! Oh, beautiful! <laughs> Have you guys heard this one? Oh! <laughs> you laugh that way because you know you're wealthy, is that? I'm very wealthy, and that, that's, that's, odd. I that's how wealthy people laugh. I wouldn't have guessed. Oh! <laughs> punks like you are a dime a dozen. I blow my nose. I blow my nose. Punks like you. In Greek, we have some of the best curses in the world that are hard to translate. But we have "gamoto keratoso," which means "sit on my horns and rotate." Fuck you, malaka. We have in Greek language the word malaka. You hear it a lot when two Greeks are talking. Malaka means the great champion masturbator. The number one masturbator. Nobody can beat him. He has masturbated in first place his whole life. He sits around, does nothing but masturbate. He masturbates to himself. He talks, he talks, and he masturbates. He is the champion. The Michael Jordan of masturbation is Malaka. Number one baby in this area. City commercial real estate. Most things when it comes to interpersonal relationships, psychology, philosophy, have their roots in New York City commercial real estate. The world lives and dies on the corrupt New York City real estate market. And I'd like to explain it to you. I'd like to explain uh, how, how this works. So an interesting thing that I've noticed in New York City, a few things when it comes to vacant spaces. The first is that there is a large incentive structure to actually keep it vacant, to keep asking a higher rent, because if you purchase the building with leverage, if you lower the rent, it lowers the value of the building, which then ha causes the bank to say, okay, we need you to now pay us the decrease in the value of the building because you use the building as collateral for this loan. And that, that incentivizes the space to stay empty. The next thing that I learned in this process is that there are a lot of places where they are telling the tenants, we will lower your rent, but you have to sign an NDA so that nobody else knows your low rent because we don't want to screw up the rent on all of our other properties. But we'll lower your rent because we know nobody's going to pay this BS. The third thing that I've learned very recently is that the concepts of hypergamy and monkey branching really do exist in New York City commercial real estate. And it's actually how a lot of the market is right now atone for my sins. I need to go 
and deal with my problems. But he doesn't think he did anything wrong. He no. says that it's generational, yeah. that it could be generational, and that he's not somebody who would intentionally inappropriately. Putting your hand up a woman's shirt and touching their breast is not generational. Mm -hmm. I Most elastic things like steel springs and so on is nothing but this electrical thing pulling back. You pull the atoms a little bit apart when you bend something, and then they try to come back together again. But rubber bands work on a different principle. There, there's some long molecules like chains and other little ones that are shaking all the time that are bombarding them, these chains. And the chains are all kind of kinky and knocked about and shaped. When you pull open the rubber band, the strings get straighter. But these strings are being bombarded on the side by these other atoms trying to shorten them by kinking them. So it pulls back. It's trying to pull back, and it's pulling back only because of the heat. So if you heat a rubber band, it'll pull strong, more strongly, for instance. If you hang a weight with a rubber band and put a little match to it, it's kind of fun to watch it rise the way it heats more. And there's another thing you can check that this idea is right that is heat that drives a rubber band. If you pull the band out, just like when we push the piston and the gas, if you pull the band out, the tightening string hitting those molecules makes them move faster, and so it's warmer. And if you take the band and let it in, then the molecules hitting the strings, which sort of give as the thing hits, they, they give in to the soft-like, and they lose energy when they hit these retiring Band, uh, string, strings, so it cools. And there is a little way you can do this. You're not very sensitive. It's a small effect. And if you take a, a fairly wide rubber band and put it between your lips and pull it out, you'll certainly notice it's hotter. And if you then hold it out and let it in, you'll notice it's cooler. At least you'll notice a certain difference in whether, what happens when you expand it, when you contract it. And that's, I've always found rubber bands fascinating to think that when they're sitting on an old package of papers for a long time, holding those papers together. It's done by a perpetual pounding, pounding, pounding of the atoms against these chains to hold them, trying to kink them and trying to kink them year after year. Well, rubber bands don't last that long, but anyhow, for a long time, trying to hold this whole thing together. The world is a dynamic mess of jiggling things, if you look at it right. And if you're magnified, you can hardly see anything anymore because everything's jiggling and they're all in patterns and they're all lots of little balls. And It's lucky that we have such a large-scale view of everything that we can see them as things without having to worry about all these little atoms all the time. Terry Franklin? Here. Martha Grimes? Here. Donna Hayward? Here. Audrey Horn, here. See that? It's called a short sword. They got the long, big samurai sword, right? That Mifune and all these guys. I was in a tournament, or watching a tournament in Japan recently, where uh, these guys that did the short sword demonstration was so fascinating. They awarded three prizes. I went up to the guy that won the third prize, and I said, excuse me, sir, but what did you do to win third prize in the short sword? He said, very simple. 
You see a fry on the wall? Watch. And the fly dropped dead. Two pieces. One flew over here, one flew over there. I said, oh, my goodness, this is something else. I went up to the second guy, right? The guy who won second prize. I said, and what did you do, sir, to win your prize? He said, see, the fry on the wall? He talked just like Buddy Hackett. See the fry on the wall? Watch. Four pieces. Two flew over there, one flew this way, and the other flew, they were gone, dead. Now, oh boy, what did the grand prize winner do to win his award? I went up to the guy who won the grand prize, I said, please, sir, what did you do to win grand prize short sword demonstration? He said, you see the fry on the wall over there? They all talk like Buddy Hackett. <laughs> see that fry? He said, watch. <laughs> The fly's still going around. I say, big deal, the fly's still flying. He said, yes, but that fry will never have children again. <laughs> Can you help me? Hey, what's wrong? Hey, what's wrong? I'm scared. Me? Well... Wait, I won't do anything. Really? You have my word. You're still mad. Me? Well... <laughs> Wait, I won't do anything. Really? Of course. But you're really scary. Me? Well... <laughs> Wait, I won't do anything. Really? Trust me, I'm telling you the truth. You're still mad. Me? Well... <laughs> the right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. the hell's going on over here that was weird um here buddy uh let's see uh oh we do have some more i don't know the phone line's in and out i think it, i don't know what's going on with the phone right now uh, Oof! but let's let's see if another let's see if the phone's working oh pardon me oh oh Okay, 917-719-5923. I don't care what anybody says. If you do it right, it's nice to thread a slightly oversized drill bit into your, your urethra with some vibration going. I mean, it'll just go everywhere. It's, you know, try it. You will not be disappointed. But... Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hey man, I heard you talking about the pork on there over there on your program. I'm just telling you right now, it's a real conspiracy. I'm sure that you already know about this. I'm sure that you already have all this in your, in your fucking 
your fucking archives. But l- listen, man, I'm telling you, calamari. Have you ever been to a, a fancy restaurant? You know, calamari. Pig butthole. At your fancy restaurant. Here, guess what? It's pig butthole. That's I know. right. Yeah. Pig anus. They take the pig anus, they slice it up, they dice it up, and they say it's calamari, and they deep fry it. And you dip it in tartar sauce and cocktail sauce, and you put it right in your butt, and it's pig butt, and you put it in your butt. You and bread it up, Guess what? There's some bread on, on there. you. It's your fucking ass, bitch. Hey, oh, oh, that was uncalled for. Um, caller does have a point, though. Uh, because in the, in the unrich restaurants, the calamari is actually made of poop that they shape into little circles, and they deep fry it, and they bread it. Uh, but now that that is all cleared up, let's, um, uh, the phone line's down again. You could leave a voicemail though. Just trying to trying to trying to survive here. Let's listen to Dance Again HQ with Blurry Face. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat and uh maybe I could boot up that satellite again and find out more about those alien implants by Alien Inside Me on darksewernetwork.com. Uh, uh, uh Dance Again HQ Blurry Face. No Malacca. I wish I found some better sounds no one's ever heard. I wish I had a better voice to sing some better words. I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. I was told when I get older all my fears would shrink, but now I'm insecure and I care what people my think. My name's Blurry Face and I care what you think. My name's Blurry Face and I care what you think. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days when the mama sang us to sleep, but now we stressed out. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days when the mama sang us to sleep, but now we stressed out. smell would take me back to when I was young how come I'm never able to identify where it's coming from I'd make a candle out of it if I ever found it tried to sell it never sell out of it I'd probably only sell one because we have the same nose same clothes homegrown a stone soul from a creek we used to roam but it would remind us of when nothing really mattered out of student loans and treehouse homes we'd always take the ladder my, my, my name's blurry face and I care what you think my name's Blurry Face and I care what you think Wish we could turn back time To the good old days When the mama sang us to sleep But now we're stressed out Wish we could turn back time To the good old days When the mama sang us to sleep But now we're stressed out Pretend, give each other different names We will build a rocket ship and then we fly it far away Used to dream about a space but now they're laughing at our face Saying wake up, you need to make money Yeah, used to play pretend, give each other different names We will build a rocket ship and then we fly it far away Used to 
Uh, the satellite's not working. This is this is a uh, oh, Diane, Diane. I saved you from peril and doom, and I locked you up in that other room. And can you please get the satellite working? You oh, all right. I know. I okay, everybody. Look, I didn't lock her up. Okay, it's, it's all a big lie. I treat Diane very nicely. She gets upset when I talk uh, talk bad about her. Let's um, let's throw it over to Zindu. Maybe did is, is Zindu still did is Zindu here? Zindu, save us, Zindu. Zindu back here after my little mental breakdown. I've had time to think. Uh, also, I had my contract shoved in my face saying that I have to do the news. Otherwise, I will get fired. So let's, yes. uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Japan's first commercially used quantum computer. St- I don't want to read about fucking quantum. I don't want to read about. Here we go. This is a good one. Taco Bell is making food recommendations based on your zodiac sign. This this is this is fucking great here. So there's 12 menus. That's about it. Uh, the universe apparently has nothing better to do than to use the stars and planets to send you messages about how to organize every last detail of your life, like uh, living in overbearing parent combined with Siri, a little bit more cryptic. If you're already letting your horoscope tell you who to date, what color lipstick to wear, what cocktail to drink on that date, and what name to name your babies... There's some bullshit here, but that that looks like a tasty uh, frozen beverage, uh, the blue raspberry lemonade freeze. Can I take a break and go over to Taco Bell really quick and get that? It looks like it's good. Let's see. Sorry, water signs. Taco Bell doesn't do seafood. Water signs are, as their element applies, very fond of fish and shellfish. But Taco Bell has never really gone to the fish taco route. Yeah, it's because you can't make fish out of sand. You can make fake meat and all that. Anyway, uh, okay, I'm done with that article. That was from mash.com. Don't go there. Sounds like bullshit. Their next article listed on there is the best cocktails according to your Zodiac sign. Aries, you get the Cuba Libre. Taurus, you get the Cur Royale. You know, just fucking drink what you want to drink. If you need the Zodiac signs to tell you how to live your life, I think you got bigger issues than fucking knowing what to drink. Okay, whatever. Okay, let's see if there's any other, other articles here. Oh, uh, this is all bullshit. 
Elon Musk says he's close to solving one of the hardest technical things. Oh, fuck you. Um, let's see. The brain might connect to the quantum reality. Oh, fuck this shit. Uh, Osama bin Laden was found because his family hung their clothes outside. All right, let's read. This is kind of celebrity news. This is on Fox. The Al-Qaeda leader was founder was shot and killed in Pakistan on May 2nd, 2011. I don't understand why people take on take only take only one wife. Osama bin Laden would often say, and that was near nearest he ever came to a lighthearted quip. Was there a fucking book by bin Laden? How do you know? Who's who even reported this? Okay, there's a link under this quote. I don't know. And it just brings you to a whole bunch of... Where, who quoted that? Who said this? Who said, I don't understand who people only take one wife? Who? <clears throat> if you take four wives, you live like a groom. Okay, so Osama, like, four women. Whatever. I'm sure. I'm sure he did, because we have a... I saw the book that he wrote about how many fucking women he fucks. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. I don't want to read this. Either. You know what? I'm getting sick of the news. This is just complete bullshit here. It's, uh... All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's read this part. The agency set up a safe house near the mysterious compound before a pattern of life study on whoever was living there. While neighbors put their trash out for regular garbage pickups, the compound dwellers burned all the refuse. The acre of land enclosed within the walls contained a small farm. That produced apples, vegetables, grapes, and honey, and house chickens, and even cows. Food was apparently being consumed by unseen residents. Dun dun. But the final clues was when the clothesline to the compound, which flapped each day with women's garments uh, worn by Shwarlar uh, Kamis, worn by Pakistani men, children, outfits, and diapers, more than 11 members of the bodyguard's family could ever wear. The invisible inhabitants, according to the agency's laundry calculation, had to include an adult man, several women, and at least nine children, a perfect fit for a polygamous patriarch that they were seeking. So they're saying that they knew Osama was there because they counted his underwear. Sure. Okay. That's why there's no pictures of Osama dead. He's, he's probably fucking living in California right now. Oh, fucking shit. Anyway. Let's see. Elon Musk says he doesn't want to be the thing of any. He doesn't want to be a CEO. We got fucking... Why did nuclear bombs form mushroom clouds? We got another... Who keeps putting the Google quantum computer shit in my newsfeed? You know what pisses me off. That's why you do it, you motherfuckers. Let's see. The transgender weightlifter... Oh, yeah. he, She she failed the weight. She, she didn't uh, win. Everybody's like, oh, you know, this this uh, this lady who's got a penis. Actually, I don't even know. Does this does the transgender lady have a penis still and balls? Like, how how much into their genitalia do we know about? Do, do we know if he did she get her dick removed? Did she get her balls removed? Were they going to how, how many how many drugs were they on? Okay, either way, they lost, and everybody's like, see, you see this, and this is proof. Proof positive that men and women can compete together because a woman beat this woman. Uh, well, they, they took out the fact that this woman never did any weight training in their life before, and they were also 40 years old. So uh, age, is, age is a factor in this shit, too. You don't have 80-year-old people playing sports against 20-year-olds. It's just, uh, let's see here. 
let's see, a New York City home that costs less than 350000 Holy shit. I just read this. Okay, so, you know, I was, I was on the TikTok earlier, and I saw this lady complaining about uh, how much houses cost. And, like, in the 70s, the, the, the average person made about $9,000 a year, and the average house cost about, like, I think it was like $15,000 or some shit. So then they, they went to today, and they're like, well, now the average person, they make about uh, 35 a year. And then they did the, the percentage change of that with the housing income. And houses should today cost about, uh, I think it was like sixteen dollars to $60,000. It was, it was around there. Six, it might have been sixteen. I, I forget. I, I don't have the math in front of me. I could, maybe I can find this shit. I think I put it into my TikTok likes next to all these little dancing boys and shit. They're so cute. Uh, let's see here. Uh, new, where's my TikTok login? Uh, Zindu the 12 cocks. You gotta love that name. All right. Uh, there we go. $61,000. You know, 16, now it should be 61000 you guys are getting ripped off on Earth. That's all I know. Uh, let's see here. What else we got in the news other than that? Ba, 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 dee, ba, da, ba. Eating high, foods and high in flavonoids could slow cognitive decline. It's got a, this, this, let's read this one here. A study says, let's see, people, uh, this, how is this fucking test even done? You know, these, these fucking tests, they're just crazy. They're little studies. People who ate about 600 milligrams of flavonoids per day had a 20% lower risk of cognitive decline. What else did they do in their life, though? Were they drinking? Were these people uh, drinking coffee or tea? Like, there's so many fucking factors in a human's lifespan other than just how many fucking flavonoids they ate. Every person lives a little bit different. Did they sleep more? Did they have less sleep? This is, this is why I hate studies. Study says studies are bullshit. And that's the only study I fucking believe in because it's all it's all fucking bullshit. It's ninety percent bullshit. Okay, let's see here. Uh, I think that's about it. That's about it. Uh, I guess in celebrity news, Bob Odenkirk had a mini heart attack. He's doing good. I reported on that last week. He's uh he's alive. He's kicking, so that's good. I mean, good old Bob. Keep him going. That's great. Uh, and then um, finally, uh, Cuomo's a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't, how, how long was this guy running? The, how, when, when is the next election for this guy? He doesn't want to leave because he has his fucking sticky fingers in, in all the pockets of a lot of politicians out there. He's a piece of shit, that guy. Uh, he, he has like his sister or sister-in-law or some shit running homeless shelters. It costs like $4,000 to keep a homeless person in a fucking shithole shelter. Like... It's a shared room with, with like a prison bed and a prison shelf, and it's disgusting. And there's holes in the wall. Uh, they, there's an opportunity to give homeless people real housing for like like a thousand dollars less per person, and they could just get a regular rented apartment. But no, 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 no. If you do that, there's no kickbacks for the politicians. See, all these people are a bunch of scumbags, and there's so much, like, fucking digging through the weeds you have to get to to even find this thing. And by that point, you already realize that everybody's on the game except you. So fuck Cuomo. Fuck the whole Cuomo family line and lineage. I hope that there's a special place in the center of the earth for the Cuomo assholes. And hey, hey, Cuomo, look at me. Fuck you. All right, this is Zindu. 
I hope you have a great uh, week. And uh, uh, yeah, maybe next week there'll be more news than just fucking Google's bullshit, quantum time crystals, suck my dick bullshit crap. They're going to use this stuff against you, by the way. Well, one day in the future, they're going to be like, oh, you guys have to, you, you can't leave your house and you can't go here and you can't do this because our, our time crystal said it would be bad. It's going to be some fucking weird, weird shit on your planet coming up because you guys just keep letting, you guys just keep on sucking the, ugh, the tit of the bullshit, man. You love the drip, drip, drip. Anyway, this is Zindu. I hope you like my drip, drip, drip. Bye. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love you. Oh, that's Zindu. That's one in the morning. I'll be here. Uh, I'm going to try to wrap this show up pretty soon because I am I'm beat. But let's listen to the rest of these voicemails here. 917-719-5923. That, that I'm just going to say my place. I'm just going to say my place. That man... That, that that Mr. Doctor man was willing to give you a bubble bath. Now, if I have learned anything about life from Aerosmith, it's you don't know what you got till it's gone. Don't know what's got till it's gone. All right, so let that man soak the buns. All right, people will kill for that. Bye. What? Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Yes, this is Dr. Anderson from uh, Badges Memorial Hospital. Uh, I'm calling to set the record straight for Dr. Uh, my, my crotch. Uh, con- consumption uh, does not, uh, it is not, it is not, uh, 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 how, how should I put this? It does not constitute wrapping five habaneros up with a couple of bands and packing them in your rectum. It, it, that is not consumption. That is something else. You're wrong. Sorry, I was just uh, going through um, Zindu's TikTok, and I want to watch this one. It's about it's uh, on the Maury Povich show. I'm terrified of spiders, lizards, and olives. You've been scared of olives. Do you eat olives? No, we can't eat them. Then I go. Okay. Now, bring out the olives. <laughs> Sally! <laughs> Sally, I don't have anything! I, Sally, I don't have You've been scared of olives. Listen, do get off TikTok right now, or you're fired. Um, let's listen to... <laughs> Sally, I don't got no fucking olives. <laughs> that lady obviously has some mental issues. And Maury's running around laughing, chasing her with fucking olives. Let's listen to Dr. Mr. Dre with, uh, I think this is a remix of I Want to Break Free. Hope this doesn't flag me too much. Bring out the olive. No! No! 
Tragic love story, alien abduction, alien implant, heart-wrenching, mind-opening, spiritually awakening, a uh, book for uh, a new age of readers 
You could order it now through the Dark Sewer Network, apparently. I didn't even know we were doing business with him. I don't even know how he got recommended to us if he was already with inside of our own ecosystem of uh, goods and services. But uh, we have him back now, and uh, uh, I'd like to ask you a question. Doctor, doctor, uh, doctor, uh, doctor, can you prescribe me any illicit drugs that might make me feel better than I do now? Because I'm feeling a little bit down right now. I'm a little, a little ill. Like I think I got a stomach bug or something. Well, Nicturat, I cannot help you with your stomach bug. It sounds like you might have been eating something you shouldn't have eaten. But I cannot prescribe you any drugs. I, when I was working with the dolphins, I would have been able to maybe give you some LSD or ecstasy. That might have helped a little bit with your personality defects. But anyway, let us get back to my book. I think it's very important that I tell you the story of me and my wife. Now, back in around 1999, we were just freshly married. We got we were we had a laboratory in, in Berkeley, California, where we would have these dolphin orgies. This was like in the earlier nineties, like ninety five, ninety two. I forget exactly. My brain's a little mushy after all the drugs that I've done, but thankfully Jesus is bringing this back to me. Now, in the laboratories, after we had these drug fueled orgies with these uh, these dolphin, she would tell me about how sometimes she'd look up and pray to the sky people and how she would feel like they were talking back to her. And now, at the time, I believed her. And then when I came to the church in the year 2000, I really thought she might have been talking to God. So I would bring her into the church and let her meet the pastors. And they loved her. They loved her so much. They couldn't keep their eyes off of her. It was seriously like she was... Uh, Mother Mary or something. I don't even really, I don't know. There's some connection with her and the church. But that's not where the story gets interesting, Nick the Rat. A few nights into, maybe in the year 2001 or so, um, I, on Sundays after we'd come home from church, she would go back out. And, uh, she'd get a phone call. and She'd disappear for a few hours and I didn't know what it was. I thought maybe it was a secret service or maybe her, uh, like, Rubbermaid selling friends, the Tupperware stuff, or Avon. I don't, I didn't really pry into her business. It's not, it's not where I should be sticking my nose, you know. So she would go out missing for a few hours and come home. She'd look a little bit off, like a little tipsy, little tipsy. And I, when I would question her about it, she said she did not remember where she was. Okay, this really started to scare me, right? So I I started to spy on her a little bit more, but it seems that the more I watched, the more the aliens would do to deceive me. Aliens? How do you know there were aliens? You just said there was phone calls and the FBI. Your, your story sounds like it's sort of fallen apart a little bit here. I know it was aliens. I'll tell you why. Whenever I would look at her phone after these phone calls would come through, it was totally wiped. Not a smidgen of any information there. Like a little pocket EMF explosive went off, deleted all the data. When I asked her about it, she said she had no idea 
Once again, this must be the aliens. See, it was getting worse and worse. Late at night, I'd wake up and I'd look over in my bed to see my beautiful wife and maybe give her a kiss or squeeze her butt. You know, what you do, married couples. And maybe read her a couple of verses from the Bible. She seemed to really enjoy listening to me uh, read some passages from the great book while she was sleeping. She'd, she'd always tell me about how much she loved it. So, I woke up one evening and I rolled over. She was gone. Totally fucking gone. Pardon my... Pardon, oh, I'm so sorry. I cursed. Hold on. I have to whip myself. So, ah! Ah, Hail Mary! Ah, Hail Mary! So you're talking about the implants now. This is this is where the this is where I get really interested in because implants is actually something factual that you could bring back to you. It's kind of like if you were to fight Freddy Krueger and you brought back his hat, then hey, maybe Freddy Krueger is real. But if you say you saw him and you didn't bring his hat back, then all I'm basing off my evidence is what uh, you said and you said. You know, it's kind of like um, uh, did you have an antibody experience or was it just a dream? You need to have the proof now. I find uh, implants to be super-duper important in UFOlogy and alien research because the implants are actual physical stuff. People don't just go sticking around stuff up into their skin unless maybe they're in Berkeley, California because they're weird out there with opening doors and turning lights on. I don't know. I heard stories, but I, um, yeah, I did not get put to this part in the book. Can you... Can you please tell us about um, the the implants? Well, yes, I could tell you about the implants, and I will tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. One time, my wife Clarice was abducted for about, it was like a month. She just vanished from, I could not contact her, couldn't find her. And I'd go to the church, and I'd ask around if anybody there has seen her, seen my poor dear Clarice. These events were getting longer and scarier. Usually it was just uh, throughout the night, and then it became um, like a week, and then a month she was missing. Well, well, one month when she came back, I woke up, it was about five in the morning, and there, there she was, covered in sweat, head to toe. I haven't seen my dear poor Clarice in so long. I reached my arms around her, and that is when I felt them. The implants. They were extruding from her body. These things were so big. These aliens, they are not humane, I tell you. What they did to my wife's body was barbaric, disgusting, and ugh, ungodly. Ungodly. I was wrapping my arm around her. And I could feel that 
there were lumps under her shirt. Now, my wife was a very small-breasted lady. She had about an A cup. I bought her a bunch of bras that were A cup. And, for, you know, for like Valentine's Day and such. But, but these, her breasts were now like a D. They were gigantic. I don't know where they came from. They had to be from aliens. They were they're abducting our people and they're putting these strange things in their body for their own sick, sickly pleasures. See, and I thought this was bad. I, 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 took, I have pictures of these things. They're in the book as well. If you'd like to check out the implants, go to the book. Now, I wanted to bring her to the doctors to get them uh, to look at the implants and see if they were hurting her in any way or if they could be removed. But she was totally against it. She would not let me bring her to get checked out. Now, I knew it must have been from the alien influence on her. She was very, very different, very aggressive against me. I was... Uh, I, was at, I was at my wits end... All I could do is go back to the church. Now, I don't know what was happening, but the pastor, I mean, Adam, his name is Adam Clary, told me I should just forget about the whole thing. But this is the weird part, Nick the Rat. Wait, this this is the weird part? Not, not everything leading up to this has been weird to you at all? Um, she gets... <sighs> Abducted, missing for months, and then comes back to you with, with, uh, wait, with, with, uh, with implants in her chest, like, like, bre like breast implants, like her, her breasts were bigger? Yes, Nick the Rat, please keep up with the story. I told you I wrapped my arms around my loving wife, and she had gigantic breast implants. Had to be from aliens. I don't know where they came from otherwise. And the weird thing was, I went through her underwear drawer, and on the she had, she had not only come back to me, but she had all new lingerie in there as well. And the weird thing was, there was AC on the inside tags of all of her new clothing, and I'm like. What is this AC? And the way she was acting when I brought it up, it must have meant alien control. She was under their control. I was so nervous. I started to lock her up at night so she couldn't get away from me anymore. I would put chains on her legs and on her arms, but they were so tight it would leave marks on her, and people in the church were starting to ask questions. So I had to stop doing that. Now, the same night that I'd stopped putting chains on her, she vanished and has not been back since. And I went to the church, and I asked around, and nobody seen her. I went up to my favorite pastor, Adam, and he was missing too. I don't know what is going on. 
I am so confused. I put pictures of him in the book as well. If anybody in the Dark Sewer Network reads this book and sees these pictures and notices these people anywhere in their town, please contact uh, me, Dr. Marshall Bonner. Um, Nick, this... This, this is very hard to recount. I think I have to go. I am I'm becoming flush, and tears are starting to come. Thank you for listening to my story, and I hope that you and your audience could maybe help me find my dear, beloved wife. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hello, Doctor? Doctor, the, it looks like the line just cut out there. Uh, I had a lot more questions for you about your... Wife's new giant tits. Um, I mean, alien implants. Okay, uh, this, is, this is a lot for me to take in. And I think there's probably a lot for everybody to take in. And we're just going to have to... Uh, we're going to have to get through this together, people. Now, if you're feeling overwhelmed, or if you know anybody that has been abducted, or if you get this book, and you've seen pictures, these pictures, and uh, if you know these people, if you've, if you've seen them in your, your whereabouts, or if we, please, please... if. Please call me. I'll get in touch with Dr. Bonner, and I'll let him know if his wife's been found. Um, this is this is tragic. This is happening all the time. I've been hearing stories left and right about alien abductions, people getting lifted off the planet, disappearing, um, people people that that just reappear in uh, with with things under their skin, hard metal objects, um, soft silicone filled objects, um, liquid liquid injections. That that are magnetized. There's there's a lot of weird, weird, weird stuff in in this unraveling universe that we're currently existing in. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think we should go and listen to some um, more music right now. We we'll be right back. We're gonna close the show in a little bit. But uh, thanks for sticking with us this late. Thanks for hanging out. And we're gonna. We're going to listen to a song. We're coming back. I'm going to say goodbye again. Um, let's listen to this one. This one's a really, really cool, funky one uh, by Boss called Let Me Suck Your Titties. Uh, we'll be right back with more Nick the Rat. When I touch an A cup, I pray to God he double D em. Cause flat chicks can't get ticks and on shit that I'm on lick on. And breeze in through the cleavage, but I leave my sticky stick on. No small chicks can't cut it, I need to stay afloat. Jet skins go overboard, I need that motorboat. That white tea in that ice water just make them nipples stand up. They be like man down, my dick be like man up. If you can stand us, let me suck them titties, baby. And I still might think of fuck you till it drive you crazy. Let me suck your titties, a haters. 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 Let me suck your titties,
Baby, that chocolate dripping off your nipples just like it should. Sucking each other, now we call this shit candy and wood. Misunderstood about that watermelon. This shit Beyonce selling. Cause I've been sucking titty juice, I run back in that tent. Oh, what was that? Well, there's was a demo. There's not. Where's there? Sound like there's more. Damn. Let me suck your titties, baby. Put some olives on your nipples too. Can't believe I got cut off from the good Doctor Bonner as well. Uh, if anybody has any information about his wife, Clarice Bonner, or uh, was it Adam Clary? I don't. I didn't vet the track. I I vetted it enough. Damn it. <laughs> All right, well, let's um oh, you know what? I didn't check. I didn't check the email. There's gas blasts. Hold on a second here. I got to if you email nickatnicktherat.com with a gas blast in the title, I'll read it on the air. See, we, we got one here. Uh, Corn Pop was a bad dude. And then we got some flash. Somebody attached a flash thing here. Oh, wait. This is an old one that I missed. This is long. Oh, it's. I see why I missed it. It's because it was like an intention. Diane Reed, gas blast. Okay, uh, let's read this now. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't read your thing from before, but I'm reading it now. Uh, baby girl, why you run away? Stead working for Nick the Rat all day, doing the same work for three fourths the pay. Didn't even get notice when you left that dude, baby girl. You know that's fucking rude. Girl, I think it's obvious Nick really needs you. In the dark sewer doing everything that you do. Keeping that Nick the Rat show on track. Lining up clips woman in that FX track rack. <laughs> Baby, I know you're at One-Eyed Jacks. Lying on your back smearing bulb. <laughs> um, smearing, smearing small batch. Artisanal mayo on your rack. But girl, your boss is all but lost, so come back to the sewer, baby. He'll cover that cost. Don't tell him that I said this, but the depths rat's pockets are fucking endless. No, this is not true. This is um, uh, whoever wrote this gas blast. First, just put gas blast in the title and put the rest in, in the body. Otherwise, I'm going to miss it. I missed this. This is This would have been... Uh, this is a fine read. You ain't even gotta cut me in, girl. Just get your fine ass back to the sewer world. Yeah, peace. Oh, I also missed this one, too, because they put exc- exclamation points in there. Um, This is this one's old. This is from July 22nd. Uh, As a woman and rabid PETA supporter, it is my responsibility to bitch you out for your comment about fucking us while having our lady time. Typical chauvinistic behavior making a joke out of something as hilariously disgusting as spewing sour missed opportunity juice and blood in random places at different amounts. Joking about things that are funny is degrading and insensitive. Your dick. 
I'm not mad. I think I got all of them. So if I ever do Mr. Gas Blast, I'll, I'll read it one day. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But if you send me like an FLV file or some shit, not gonna do that. Okay. Um, I think I think I gotta get out of here. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty beat. I'll tell you tell you that much. I gotta I gotta sleep. But yeah, there's mean there's gonna be no after show party. There's gonna be no anything. But uh, I just do want to say thank you all for uh, hanging in there. You late night warriors, you sewer chatters, you uh, beautiful, beautiful people. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out tonight. And uh, we'll be back next week with more information that could save you and your family and loved ones. Right? No, I don't use filters. I don't. Need, I don't even. Uh, I don't even like pre-read or anything. I just. I do it. It's going to be done live. If it's not live, it's not real. Okay, everybody. We got the. Um, we got one more song for you, and then we're going to tune out. So uh, we're not totally done yet. We got DJ hype 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 DJ hype hurts with let the tits out. What is all Diane? What's with all these titty songs? <laughs> Thank you again, Serva. You've been servoed. Bad titties, looking as cool. Don't cop up. Let me go in the war. Yeah, they some bad titties uh, on the grind. Some bad titties, they looking fine. Uh, let them breathe. Let them breathe. Uh, let them breathe. 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 Let them breathe.
I was uh, calling to tell you about a uh, government operation that I've been involved with that uh, explored possibilities of uh, chemical known as soy. Uh, they injected mass amounts and had a uh, giant diet of soy that they injected into soldiers. Uh, it was uh, an effort to produce a uh, reaction in them that uh, ended up being the name of the operation. It was Operation Bitch Tits. Uh, they tried to produce a, uh, a bitch tit on said soldiers that would produce a milk that they thought, uh, would save mankind, uh, produce enough dairy products to feed the world, uh, and, uh, in turn, uh, create a, uh, a feeling of peace that uh, they wanted to hide from everybody and never, ever expose because uh, uh, in their minds, fuck the poor. Uh, but uh, the reaction that was created was the uh, soy that uh, when drank uh, created a uh, feeling of uh, femininity. And a uh, group or a race that was uh, so effeminate that uh, all they did was talk about the environment all the time. Uh, after uh, the test project and subsequent failures, uh, Operation Bitch Tits was folded in and uh, never talked about again. Man, let me tell you my story, man. Last year, I was insane for this crazy little eighth grade bitch. Okay? Crazy, insane, insane, crazy. I was nuts for the woman, man. Now you gotta believe me. I'm saying, I'm telling the truth here. I'm speaking to you. I mean, I was nuts for the girl. And what did to me was these big titties she had. For a 13-year-old girl, man. She wouldn't have had to worry about no titties for the rest of her life, boy. You know, she was set and she was looking good, son. That's the truth, baby. I called every night for like a month. I mean, I'm talking devotion, man. Every damn night? Every night, Mitch. I ain't playing with you. On the telephone? This boy talking about on the telephone, man. Telephone, boy, what the hell thing I do here? Buddy hung up on her. Oh, you didn't hang up on her, the chick with those big, big titties? Man, I hung up on the bitch. Man, you know, now here's the camper. You know what the bitch did to me? Lay it on. Check this shit out. Listen to what she did to me. She need you in the nuts and called him faggot in front of everybody. No, she did what? Bitch need your nuts? Bitch need my nuts, bitch. I'm not playing with y'all either, man. In the family jewel? In the family jewel, man. Worst pain there is. Broke my heart in two. You broke more than your heart. Yeah, you don't like that, baby. You can forget that other one. You got this fine jewel sitting right over here by you. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth, baby. That's the clean truth. Oh, 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 oh.